What's good, everybody? Welcome into another episode of, or technically, the first episode of the I-80 Football Show. Uh, With the season coming in around the corner, we are officially changing the name. This has been something that has been in the works for at least the beginning of the year. Like, I've had the logo for this since, like, February. Dante's agreed to it a while ago. Like, people know. I've had the name for, like, a year, though. Well, yeah, so because we got the name last year, and yeah. I'm gonna forget which person. Yeah, I was about to say I forgot who that was. I would have. I know. I know who it is. I think it's. Uh, I think his name is Andy. Okay. There are like two or three people that I consistently talk to, and I don't. I just don't want to say the wrong person. I'm fairly positive it was the Deep V, our, our guy. Um, yeah, I'm like a hundred percent positive that's who it was. So shout out, shout out, shout out that guy. Um, actually, hold on, I can actually find out for short because now, because it's definitely, I feel like that name. We've had that name for like over a year. Yeah, but we hadn't originally decided to change it, and then we decided to change it, and I just didn't have, I didn't know when I wanted to do it, and now is the perfect time because, like, you know, you really could change the name whenever, but. Now is the perfect time because it's the start of the season. It's the start of something new. We have, um, yes, it was Andy. I, okay. I know because I sent him my original designs because uh, I wanted okay. to see his dog. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, That's so yeah. Um, shout out Andy. Um, but yeah, so we're officially the I-80 uh, football show. If you have not been listening for when we literally spent like 45 minutes looking at maps last year. <laughs> uh, um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got a. I got a message saying that you know if you're gonna include USC and UCLA, it should really be I-80 because I-70 stops when you're going from the East Coast to the West Coast. It stops and it doesn't actually touch the East Coast. The original name came because all of almost all of the Big Ten programs were off of I-70. Yeah, you could get there using I-70. <clears throat> but when you go further into the West Coast, I-70 doesn't touch the West Coast, but I-80 I- does. Mm-hmm. So that's for those of you who didn't listen to our glorious episode where we literally pulled up maps and I tracked I-80. I think I think even uh, Andy, I think Andy uh, gave us a map as well. At first yeah, to I show think so. Us. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that is why the name is changing, because as we've been doing most of the summer, but definitely be doing officially, USC and UCLA are in the Big Ten for us. Right. Because as I've said before. I don't want next year to be the first time we talk about them. There needs to be some sort of kind of like acclimation period where you're used to talking about them. You know, the players, you know, what's going on. Like we can't do a next year season review and preview. If we have no idea what USC and UCLA did, it just makes it clunky. Also, I listened to another podcast that did that with the big 12 and I just liked it. I thought it was cool. They added the four teams. They did it in their, in their uh, stuff like that. So that's what we're doing. And if you don't like it, well, you like it. Come on now. You you'll like be it. all right. You'll, you'll get be it. okay. You'll you'll get it. Uh, you'll be all right. So there's there's literally and there's only really a couple places it makes it clunky. Like when we do our season preview, um yeah. shocker, USC is gonna be in one of the tiers, but it doesn't really make sense because they, they can't compete for the conference, but it makes sense in other ways. So we'll do it. But regardless, also speaking of newness. We are now consistently a video podcast. You can see our beautiful faces. Um, yeah. So I wonder, 
Uh, These aren't gorgeous, but yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so we actually have to put on real clothes and, and make sure we don't look like our breath stinks, you know. Man, uh, I literally just did that actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like they can't smell the breath, but you know, you, hey, you know man, sometimes it can look like it. You know, I don't the look want like, that. Looking like, oh mm-hmm. God, I don't think they brushed their teeth this morning. <laughs> 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 oh man, so uh, new, new. Get get used to seeing this do rag yeah. nine times out of ten, I'm gonna have this on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. So I'm growing my hair out because um, I'm finally gonna do the thing that I've been wanting to do since I was like 17, and just kept making excuses and letting professionalism and other BS stop. I'm trying to get locks, and I've started <laughs> it multiple times. And as bad as it as bad as it sounds, I wasn't wrong. One, uh, when I was in college, when I was in my master's program, I started to get locks and I was interviewing for jobs and I didn't get any jobs. And then I cut my hair and I got the next job. Yep. So I wasn't necessarily wrong, but I shouldn't have had to do that. Yeah. But now I'm further along in my career and I just really don't care. So, but I hate lucky bastards like you. <laughs> what? I can't grow locks. I mean, I can. I can definitely quit. But since my hair is thinning, uh, yeah, I can't really yeah. do it. And it's I, I've been wanting to do that for my entire life. And like, yeah. by the time I got old enough to do it, my hair started thinning. Damn, I, who cares? Now I just yeah. don't care anymore. So no, I'm uh, I'm doing that. But that 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 means the hair. Like I put on my I put on the headphones, and my hair was looking crazy. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah. let me go. I, Dante had the do rag on. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not about to be on here with the with the helmet hair. <laughs> yeah, the, the podcast. Ver- yeah, <laughs> the podcast version of helmet hair. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god, I used to do that, man. I I had my fro and be playing the game, take the fro off. It's just a yeah, right. Yeah, just, yeah, right. <laughs> Just it so, right yeah, in the yeah, you're like that. Yeah, just sitting there picking at it. Oh, yeah. no, I, I, I ain't mad at that at all. Get, get used to the Dewey of the hat, uh, and yep. don't let don't let the Ohio State shirt fool you. We are. I am still uh, objective, but I mean, Shoot, I got on a tri C shirt. So. <laughs> you know, we 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 move. So yeah. I, I think I can't. I don't think there's anything else new, um, but. This is the first episode of our preseason content. Um, this episode, uh, we are going to get into season predictions. So we're going to have uh, five season predictions that do not include who's going to win the conference because that comes in our actual preview. So we're not going to do that. Um, but just five uh, season predictions. Let me, do you have that? I do. Oh, yeah. Know. No, I texted you that. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, that's two yeah, of your yeah. predictions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, not- no, just one. No, because you have it. Oh, I guess okay. That last one, technically, if they do that, they're probably gonna win it. But you but didn't really I, say that. I'm so not it's fine. really saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, okay, so we're gonna do five predictions, and then we're also gonna predict uh, postseason awards. Um, and then starting next week, we'll have four straight weeks going because we're literally five weeks away from the start of the season. When that fourth podcast drops, fifth technically, if I'm including this one, it'll be game week we'll have four straight weeks of preview content where we'll do a deep dive into the team. Because as we used to say, we don't say all the time, but as we used to say, we cover every team. This is the I-80 podcast. 
uh, from New Jersey to California, every team gets talked about. We don't only focus on the big teams. Honestly, we probably spend more time on the bad teams because of how angry it makes us. Yeah, so, honestly. Every team, we talk more yeah. about coaching than we do. <laughs> yeah, every team's going to get talked about. Every team's going to get at least 10, 10 minutes, but it's really like 25. Those podcasts are long. Um, I'm going to break it down. So welcome to the new but improved, but still the same I-80 football show um, where we spend and yeah. we a lot of time talking about it. Yeah. Nothing to yeah. do with <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've been good today, though. Everything we talked about had to do with the, yeah. the newness of the show. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 so we're good. We're good today. Um, we're good today. You can find this. Uh, the video podcast will be out on my YouTube. I will share that link. There is the potential for there to be a land grant podcast YouTube. Uh, we don't have that yet, but it'll be on my YouTube. If Dante wants to put it on his, it'll probably be on there. And then obviously you yeah. can still find it anywhere where you can find any sort of podcast. We're also going to be doing some really cool things throughout the season. Um, we've upgraded in some uh, software. So we will be doing live streams, not for every game, not every week, but for like really, really, really big games. Oh. So you can... I'm now, gonna be streaming on two different platforms for that, then. Now, now I will I'm tell gonna fix you that on Twitch. I don't know, but we because yeah. <laughs> I can't I would. show. I, if I put a filter over it, and, like yeah, change but the it's audio, also I think that'd be cool. Yeah, but also it's just like I don't know. I don't know how you how your Twitch thing to go, but like uh, I can I can absolutely tell you right now though, we will not be live streaming the Ohio State Michigan game. That mm-hmm. is the game that we should do, but no one can watch me watch that game. And I well yeah that's I that's can't true. handle that that's that true. that would be a <laughs> that probably be the cool. one game where the the Big Ten will find us and be like hold on y'all <laughs> you gonna have to pay us some money to show no yeah I mean we're not gonna show the game we're just gonna talk about it while we're watching it and, and oh then people, oh then I can yeah. definitely do this on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna show like we're not because yeah the copyrights and then I need a camera for the thing and yeah. uh, it's a lot. I'll Although, just show I'll just show on ESPN like the uh. The uh, although the updates as as like the plays happen, but it don't show yeah. the actual game. I can have that up, and we can just yeah. talk like that. Cause like I'm gonna watch the game. We're just oh, gonna yeah. be on the podcast. Although technically, I can share my screen, and if I pulled up YouTube TV on my computer, we could watch the game like that. But I don't know if that's a copyright issue. That's why I was saying that like, that might be a copyright. So issue. yeah, we're not we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna have the game on the screen. The game will be on our TVs, and we will be on the screen talking about it. And anyone who's on there with us can just put the game on their TV. Yeah, I still don't and, know how they used because that's that how a lot Twitch. of people do that. Because they used to do that uh, on Twitch for Thursday night football games before Amazon bought it, and then but they actually yeah. showed the game. Yeah. See, and they would I just mean, have them. They would have like a green screen of them, and then they would be in front of the game as they. Oh, uh, that's too it. much. I don't yeah. want to do that. That's too so I don't I don't know if that if that helps cover the copyright, but you can't do that with a movie. So I don't I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's too much. We're not gonna do that. They're gonna yeah. you're gonna get to look at our pretty faces while the game is on. Right. That's what we're gonna do. So not the Ohio State Michigan game because I watch that game in solitude every year because I I just can't do it. And if we lose again, you like you can't see me <laughs> lose that game a thirty in a row. I will I will literally I'll, listen. I'll be shut on the podcast oh, off. <laughs> I will literally <laughs> shut the podcast off. I'm rage quitting. It's not happening. But other games, right? <laughs> other games <laughs> that are interesting. Like we'll probably do Ohio State Notre Dame, right? Like okay. It's like stuff like that. 
not uh, every week because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. But like you know, we'll figure it out as, as big games happen. Uh, we'll probably do like two or three. It's not going to be like I think Illinois, Iowa would be a good one. Oh my god. You are sick. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not wrong. <laughs> Those are two best teams in the West in my eyes coming into this season. So. Oh, God. Illinois Island. You're a sick man. Okay. Uh, I that's the good thing about yeah, that's the good thing about video. People can see the way I look at you when you say stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, y'all about to see how disgusted this man gets with me. Oh my god, Illinois, Iowa, Dante, come on! <laughs> like, I mean, not the best two best teams in the West. Coming who's in. gonna I mean, listen to that? Actually, no, the people that that listen to this show are probably. I was about to say, I feel like we have sickle fans. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. They started giving us sickle idea games. Like, oh god, okay, it might be worse than us. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's a good, there's a very real chance that they are. Um, okay, so let's start with our Northwestern update. I don't want to stick on this too much, but I literally was like, I hope we never have to talk about this again. And then new things like two, kept coming out. Like literally a like, day later. <laughs> yeah. So quick rundown for those of you who are, are living under SpongeBob's Rock. Uh, no, that's Patrick's Patrick, Rock. Patrick's Rock. Patrick's Rock. Uh, Northwestern fired head coach Pat Fitzgerald after a hazing investigation. Um, actually, not after the, the hazing was those investigation. The used that he was fired, or did he step down? No, he was fired. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, he was fired. So uh, they did a hazing investigation. They gave him two weeks. The Daily Northwestern, which is a a two weeks suspension, a two week. I want to clarify a two weeks suspension in July before camp when coaches are on vacation anyway. Everybody for no a millionaire. Like, no one so did. the Daily Northwestern dropped two articles. It picked up national notoriety and attention. He eventually got fired because he had to get fired, especially once the details came out. So details came out. He gets fired. The very next thing that happens is he comes out and says he was fired with for no reason. And yep. he's suing, yep. which awful person. But. Northwestern is a private school, so they don't have to tell us things. So no one knew this. They gave him a 10-year contract after they won the Big Ten in 2020. So that's why he's suing. It's not entirely, yes, it's not entirely because he thinks he didn't do anything wrong. He has to be crazy to think he didn't do anything wrong. They owe him over $40 million. I'll tell you this right now. That man does not think he did anything wrong. He might be crazy, but people like that, especially if he's been doing it for a couple decades almost he don't think he did anything wrong well okay so i guess i want to clarify he doesn't think he did anything wrong clearly because he set that culture what i mean by he doesn't think he did anything wrong is he doesn't think that they can prove that he did anything wrong Mm. so he's saying that they fired him without cause because he's still holding the innocence i didn't know Defense. Oh, I mean, that's because fine. no one could actually prove that he knew. But then, uh, cool. If I was Northwestern, I'd be like, "Well, you've only won three games over the past three years, right?" So it doesn't <laughs> matter, right? And that's the thing that we talked about before: negligence of duty doesn't is not an excuse to not get fired, right? Yeah. Like Dante, you can't go into your job and there'd be like a major project due, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, man, I didn't know that this 
X hundred of thousand million dollar job was due, sorry, and they not fire you. Like I can't yeah. get in my job and like just like, oh man, I didn't know I was supposed to do that and not get in trouble. So not knowing is never an excuse. It's never it's, a reason. It's, it's um, actually worse. It looks worse right on your record or if if anything. But hey, right. hey, most people get away with it. <laughs> so he gets fired as he should. Mm-hmm. Um he decides he's gonna sue. Then other news outlets starts picking up the story again. The North, uh, the Athletic drops a crazy, crazy uh, article where they interview like twenty people, including people that he played with. I forgot to send this to you, including people that he played with. Is this the one where the coach, the assistant coach, admitted? Maybe, maybe. Uh, but so they dropped that article. And then, uh, the other thing that happened since we last recorded, there are three pending lawsuits against the program. Yep. One is a one player lawsuit and this, and this includes a lot of people. Another one is a one or multiplayer lawsuit. And this one includes Jim Phillips, who we talked about on our initial show who was the athletic director during all of this. And then is now the ACC commissioner. And then the other one, at the time of recording, I think includes like 15 people, but this one is supposed to get really big, and it's not just football. In this one, it says yeah. when they drop their lawsuit and they drop the report, it's also going to include softball. It's going to include volleyball. It's going to have baseball football, well. baseball. And yeah, okay. we heard about football. We heard about baseball. Both of those coaches got fired. But we haven't heard about softball. We haven't heard about volleyball. We heard a little bit about cheerleading. It's going to include other sports, and it's going to I show think that wrestling as well. I think so. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. is gonna, and it's gonna show that this is an entire university thing. This is a yep. class action lawsuit. They're gonna have athletes from all sports. So that's basically the update. Northwestern is screwed. There, there, and this is just three. That is, it's no telling how many more are gonna come. And this article on the athletic was really interesting because one, it gave more detail, but it also kind of showed the evolution of how it progressed. Like there were some things that they were doing in 90 and 92 that were like some slight hazing things that people might think are okay, might not, but it shows how that progressed and how things like it literally, it literally showed how the car wash started. Right. So basically they would go to camp Kenosha and, you know, they used to do uh, things called like naked pull-ups, right? That's where the naked stuff started. So they would make you get naked and do, (laughs) I don't know, bro. And, and one of the players literally said, one of the players literally said, like, what do you think is going to happen when you take, you know, a group of young men and you put them in the middle of nowhere and you you cut off all communication? There's nothing fun to do. There's no women around. It's just a bunch of dudes. They're going to mess. They're going to, they're going to, I'm like, mm, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I get where they're coming from of like, you're bored. There's literally nothing to do. As they said, like, I, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like Kenosha head or Kenosha something where they said, like, by the end of the week, people just like sit on the floor and just, oh, they call it Kenosha face, where people will just sit there in their downtown and kind of stare at the floor, just exhausted, head down. Oh, like there's God. a lot, there's so much the lack of nothing to do that it like mentally just like breaks, it breaks people. you. And it's this almost, is where, that's, that's almost sounds military. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is and this is kind of where some of that stuff is coming from. And so they. um, 
they used to do different things. They used to, you know, you know, shave heads, make them sing fight songs, things that still happen. Like hazing still happens in sports, right? We like yeah. we hear of the rookie, the rookie dinner, right? In the NFL, where the rookie they go and they spend fifty thousand dollars and the rookie has to pay for it. Things like like they make like even on hard knocks, you see it. They made like the Colts when they're on hard knocks, they made the rookies get up and sing songs and do like karaoke in front of the whole team. That's like a form of hazing, mm-hmm. but that's more playful hazing. That like yeah, that it, kind of stuff doesn't Right, like they they're not making players cut their hair and their dreads and different things like that, right? So, so um, even coaches apparently. Yeah. So basically, uh, six six teammates from from nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety six on the Northwestern team, they recalled freshmen standing up and singing the fight song, talent shows, having their head shaved. None of them recognized the specific allegations made by the whistleblower or any anything that they would classify as hazing. But the, some of the smarter ones were like, I, but I can see how this kind of went forward. And so they talked through all of these generations and some of the players were like, they're still doing that. Or like, we didn't do it, but this new generation took what we did and made it worse. worse so it yeah. literally just kind of shows the culture of how it got worse and worse and worse. Um, I'm trying to remember where I can see um they said so. This started in like the 1993 94. They said by 2001, naked pull ups were so ingrained at Kenosha changing room tradition, according to three players from the time. Some still viewed it as a lark, given that nobody was forced to participate. Um, but here's the thing with hazing you're never forced to do it, but if you don't do it, there's there's repercussions, right? It's not, yeah. you know, what I mean, like, no, like, I mean, except the running thing where they were definitely forced to do that, yeah. But it, you get ostracized from the team, different things like that. Um, someone said, but at some, but at some point early in Walker's tenure, according to three players who were on the team, a decidedly problematic tradition began. The Lufa line, the Lufa line. This is two thousand one to two thousand five. The Lufa line is what two thousand one, two thousand five. When did when did Pat? He became the head coach in 0506, But at this point, he was he was, uh, a, he was, he was an, an assistant, assistant coach. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and around between around actually he got there at two thousand and one. Okay, I remember so, that. I remember reading that. So around that time, right when practice ended in Kenosha, Lamit remembers the offensive linemen would race back up the hill and into the showers, lather themselves up with soap, and line up at the only entrance of the showers, four or five per side, in a space about the width of an average door. They would remain there and force underclassmen to squeeze past them into the shower. It was absolutely disgusting. Lament says touching anybody that was a hard red line that should never been crossed. The Lufa line, which in later years became known as the car wash, continued into later years of the Walker era, according to a player who was on the team. That player described it as a joke. He says the lineman would move out of the way if someone refused to nudge. But Lamit recalls some players pushing and punching the offensive linemen so they wouldn't be touched. On the day that Kenosha, when the lineman did the Lufa line, Lamit didn't shower. I didn't want to see that shit, he said. I didn't want to have to fight back or anything like that. I would rather smell like garbage than experience that. Fair enough. They continue to say the coaches knew about the Lufa line because players referenced it in skits they performed for the team and staff at the end of the preseason. He says one group's mocked, one group of players mocked the offensive lineman in their skit by saying the Lufa, the, the, the Lufa roll call. So, again, this was known. Um, that some of this stuff was happening. Um, and so it kind of just continues, different things like that. 
And this is where Northwestern gets into this, right? So Randy Walker was the head coach. He only he never got fired. He died of a heart attack, and that's when Fitzgerald became the coach. In 2000 and uh, let's see. In 2001, due to their were okay, I'm just gonna read the whole thing. On August 3rd, 2001, senior safety Rashidi Wheeler was among a dozen in attendance for a Northwestern football preseason conditioning test on campus. Official activities had not begun. Staff members recorded the test, contravening NCAA rules for voluntary workouts. During the grueling set of sprints, Wheeler collapsed. A trainer administered CPR under local paramedic until local paramedics arrived, but Wheeler could not be revived. At 22, he died of exercise-induced asthma, according to the autopsy, and eventually the school had to pay $16 million wrongful death settlement. Okay. A player dying during a workout in which rules were broken could have been a tornado siren level alarm for administrators to consider a coaching change. It might have been a window into the Randy Walker era in which players did 100 squats at body weight for being one minute late to a meeting. Huh? According to Braden Jones, the former Northwestern linebacker, Lament, a teammate, says he witnessed two players defecating on themselves because Walker made them do post-practice drills in sweltering heat. Instead, Walter Walker remained the head coach until he suffered a heart attack and died in 2006. Northwestern failing to fire Randy Walter Walker after Wheeler's death, in my opinion, is the root of a lot of chickens coming to roost 20 years later. Yeah. So basically, this started with the coach who was Fitzgerald's coach. But the thing oh. is, they continue in this article to say that Fitzgerald said he wants to continue as Walker's legacy. So clearly, he didn't see the issue when he was a player. He didn't see the issue as an assistant coach. Nothing changed. Northwestern hmm, just doesn't fire coaches. Didn't fire a coach who killed a player. Yeah. And then Fitzgerald came and decided to continue that legacy. Um, I'm determined to continue Coach Walker's legacy and build upon his successes. Word for word, bar for bar. That's what he said. Yeah, that's literally just continuing. I'm just going to do exactly what he did because I think he's right. Five players say the naked pull-ups in the car wash continued at Kenosha during Fitzgerald's tenure. There was also a naked rope swing in which players hopped on a climbing rope in the wrestling room and swung across the space, which eventually evolved into the naked slingshot that they said happened. Why do um, we keep getting naked? What is know, up bro. with that? Know, what is... uh, so <clears throat> a different player from the early Fitzgerald year says Fear of isolation and loss of camaraderie was a factor. If you don't do that and you don't go to the keg and the cross and basketball parties, three strikes and you're out. Why are you playing with us? Yeah, that that sounds like force. Yep, and the 2010s is when they start mentioning players being ran on. Uh, One of the players says he experienced it as a freshman. He says he was in his dorm. At oh, no, 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 no. When a group of four or five player upperclassmen walked in unexpectedly, flipped him onto his back, held him on the ground, and thrust their hips on top of him one or two times. They dry humped the hell out of me, he says. He describes it as a brief but embarrassing and an uncomfortable episode made somewhat easier to take once it happened to more of his peers during training camp. So, again, kept happening, kept happening, kept happening. And it just gets worse and worse and worse, right? Because some of the older players were like, holy shit, like this stuff only happened at Kenosha. Now it's happening on campus. Like they brought it on campus. They brought it into the locker room. Um, 
and I don't want to, I don't have to continue reading it, but basically older players are admitting that this stuff happened. Players are talking about they're in group chat with players. It started, it started arguments in group chats and different things. Some players still didn't see an issue with it. Others was like, nah, this is karma that this is happening. Like, oh. you know, it was bound to be found out and a bunch of all this other kind of stuff. But this is like Fitzgerald has been essentially a part of this culture since he was a student. And we guessed that, right? We said yeah. that it's like this probably started when he was a student, right? You don't just start this out of nowhere. And it just continued and it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on. Northwestern is screwed, right? Yeah, um, so you have- didn't see you didn't see the bleacher report about how um former Associated football head coach Matt Mac McPherson McPherson allegedly witnessed team members do naked pull-ups and other hazing activities. I did Diaz, not. Yes, Diaz, the uh, office alignment that came out that played from 2005 2008, said that uh, McPherson would come in and out of locker room during the activities. The pull-ups reportedly occurred during the team's uh, week-long preseason retreat at Captain Ocean, which you just said, and then another source described that. Uh, McPherson allegedly witnessed the team engaging in a hazing ritual called running. So he's seen the running, he's seen the naked pull-ups, and he's seen the, probably the car wash as well. Yeah, so that's the first time I saw I mean, I didn't see it. You just told me. That's the first time I've seen a, a coach's name be used. Mm-hmm. But in the article that I just read, they said that they a specific player remembers players asking coach Fitzgerald to do naked pull-ups like that's how much it was like coaches would walk in and they would like chant at the coaches to do it and the coaches would just shake the head laugh and walk out oh see yeah then yeah you knew you know so that's a quick but not so quick update on that I don't this is going to be a thing for a very long time I I don't know how it's going to end up I know Northwestern is going to lose at least one of these cases probably both um I personally but again I'm a little bit harder than most I wouldn't let Jim Phillips be my commissioner right now. Not at all. Like, because like, how can you a little bit to a team of uh, a group of fourteen schools or whatever when this is what you were overseeing? Especially that, and then uh, how how can I, as a parent, feel comfortable sending my kid to any school a part of that a part of that uh, conference, knowing that he's the commissioner? Because if something happens. And it's taken to the school, and the school ignores it. The commissioner is definitely going to ignore it because he's he already did. we have he's already done it. Proof that he did it. Um, I want to see. I want to see if I can find this again. Uh, Jim Phillips. How long was he there? I don't think he was there. In I think he's. I think it. I think it's like two thousand eight or something. It was like 14, 15 years though. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not that long, but it was a long time. Uh, let's see. Higher. 2008. So 2008 to 2021. Yes. 13 years. I was close. I said 14, 15. 13 years. When all of this stuff, we have players from 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, all these years saying that this stuff was happening. The cheerleading thing, again, happened right under him. So I just find, so they only fired Fitzgerald. Yes. Yeah. We talked. Yeah. So they only fired him. They didn't suspend football activities. They didn't fire any of his assistant coaches. Like they knew. I get the buck stopped with the head coach, but I wouldn't let any of those coaches in the building. No, nah, man. No, because again, if the head coach knows, or at least you assume the head coach knows, 
how can you not assume the assistants, coaches, all those their, their defensive coordinators, people like how do you how can you not assume that? Especially since this seems to be an offensive lineman thing. That offensive lineman uh, coach needs to be looked at and probably fired. Yeah, next it, it, to, at the very at, at just as quickly as Pat should have been fired. Right. So I don't know, man. I, I really don't. I don't know how you let any of this stuff go, uh, man. Is your beard connected? Uh, <laughs> under. Hold on, hold on. Right here, yeah. You know, there's still a little, but you know, it's gonna know. connect by the time you're thirty. That's crazy. You know, that's just, next year. I doubt it. Diligence, but <laughs> diligence, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, hold on. It's, 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 it looked kind of full on the video. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I've been taking care of it. I comb it every day. You know. Look, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm weak. Um, <laughs> We just talk about such, such a sad and down topic. Your beard looking good, my guy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I'm sorry. So, anyway, last thing I have to say about this, because I hate talking about this. You're not Greek, but you have a lot of Greek friends, including myself. You've seen this in different places. Mm-hmm. Tell me that I'm wrong, that this punishment should be handled like it is in fraternities. Yep. I'm telling you, it need, four years minimum, everyone has mm-hmm. to get out of the program. When a fraternity has hazing like this, they don't suspend it for a year because if you don't lose your national membership, as soon as it comes back in a year or two, you are still there and the culture continues. You have to start from scratch. No one on this team should accept the the victims and they should be allowed to go somewhere else. No one on this team should be allowed to play football again. Besides maybe David Braun because he just got there. Exactly. Like anyone (laughs) who was hired in January, fine. Right? But anyone else? You shouldn't be allowed to coach you again. Shouldn't you shouldn't be allowed to play again, except the young guys, because they were the victims of this. Again, and they should get that year back. Be gone. And they, right. Like the, I mean, and clearly softball, baseball, basketball. I mean, I mean, we didn't see basketball, but come on. Probably. Probably. Uh, volleyball, wrestling, all of them should be like, they need to shut down this entire athletic department. Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy because I said it, I said it last week or whatever week that was when I said the NCAA should step in they're probably not because they they love messing stuff like this up they gave smu the death penalty for death recruiting penalty. benefits what is this program going to give this that's is, what i'm this, saying this, this is, is so much worse thing that you should get the death penalty for <laughs> oh because the kid because coaches was paying kids to come to their school oh, oh, kids getting molested by other kids and coaches just yeah. letting it happen because you know what's you know what's uh you know what's legal now Paying players to come to your school, you mm-hmm. know it will never be legal. Sexual assault and harassment and rape and abuse and hazing, like yeah. So like, at this should definitely. I said the same thing. I said SMU they should get worse. They should get a lot worse than what SMU got because this is much worse. This is much worse. But again, um, I doubt it's going to happen because the NCAA did nothing with uh, what's her name, the coach of. The basketball coach, a college coach. She'd be wearing suits. Some of them ugly. They some of them wearing suits. Are you talking about yeah, I know. Uh, no. Yes, yes, yes. It's LSU I don't, coach. I don't remember her name, but yeah. I know yeah, she had scandals being homophobic and things like that. Yeah, her, and then she went to LSU and won in that. And, and, and nothing and nothing changed. No one gives a crap. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it should happen, but I doubt the NCAA will say anything because I feel like the NCAA knows they'll get it wrong, even though this might be the easiest alley-oop I've ever seen. Suspended. <laughs> like, <laughs> easiest alley-oop I've ever seen. 
10 oh, years. <laughs> they shouldn't have they shouldn't have any sports. Sorry. They clearly they, they clearly can't handle it. They yeah. clearly can't handle it. Like what I, I, I apologize about? to all those athletes that for what I'm saying here. No, you don't apologize. The do ones, the younger sports. ones who are the victims of it, they get an uh, they get their year of eligibility back, and the yep. older ones never get to play sports in college again. That's fair. That's fair. Because but, then, the thing. but the thing is, then they're going to be saying like, there, there's going to be a lot of those athletes, especially football players. Going to be like, I never participated. In it. I, I didn't do it. I wasn't one of. The Did ones. you stop it? Yeah, that's the problem. That's again, be, yeah. again, like, I, and this is why I keep saying it has to be. It needs to be handled like fraternities. Mm-hmm. And fraternities, you can't say I didn't participate. You didn't stop it. Yeah. You were a member. This happened. You're done. Yeah. You're an active participant when you do nothing. Exactly. So, I don't know, man. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, let's just, we'll, we'll see what happens. The season starts in with a month. We'll yep. see what happens. Yep. And so, continuing on and, and moving on to another topic, um, the Big tw- the Big Ten media days are July 26th. It's this week. This is going to get brought up. I don't know what else they're going to talk about. They're going to try to talk about is sports. They're going to, like, uh Twenty six is Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, almost. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's gonna get brought up because it has to. Uh, I don't. I, we're gonna uh-huh. see. How, they're probably gonna try to play around it, but um, I'm hoping. I would love I to see somebody speak yeah. out on this. Mm-hmm. I don't even want a question to be asked. I just want them. Yeah, to speak. And yeah, I don't want to yeah, hear that nice. we that'd are a non hazing organization. No, no, no. I want to hear some some actual things to say about this, but I doubt it. Um, but media days. This podcast. This all shows it's the start of football season. Yeah. Um, side note, and this is, should be my pit. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm gonna save it for my pit stop. I'm gonna save it for my pit stop. Okay. You, um, you know, it's crazy. Just to go back, I'm sure you said you want a coach or somebody to speak out on it. They just might not, because then that might bring attention to their own programs. And last thing any one of these coaches wants is a review on their program. Yeah, so they might not have any comments. Well, did, uh, okay. Did you see the Maslin thing? No. This is going to be a ripple effect. Maslin's head coach is under investigation for hazing. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah my little brother said to me. Oh yeah, this is definitely going to be a problem. People are right? going to see it, and it's like you're just going to start to hear. And it's going to, it's going to, it's probably going to be from all ages. Yeah, I mean, Maslin is high school. Yeah, so nowhere yeah. near Northwestern. It's in Ohio. Yeah, yeah so it's gonna be, it's gonna be high school. We might see middle school. We definitely gonna, oh, God, gonna see a lot more college. We're gonna see a lot more college because I think that's probably where the sick, the sickest hazing is happening. It's definitely in college. Yeah, I mean, I literally quit wrestling because of stuff like this. Yep. Yeah. But and and and, and I'm not gonna defend it. I'm not gonna defend it. This is what I'm gonna say. They were twelve. <laughs> we were in middle school. Middle that school, is, like, like yeah, we're we're dumb. We're and dumb. Like, doing, I, I, doing I don't know things. why people try to act like kids can't be dumb when they're when they're kids, but kids be dumb. Like and like they dumb used stuff. to when I was when I was in wrestling and I literally quit because of it. They used to like pee on people in the shower because the the shower was wrong. And wrestling was a sport you had to shower. Yeah. So I've yeah. never in high school, I've never been in a sport where I had to shower except wrestling, because if you don't shower, you can get staph infection and stuff like that. You have yeah. to get in the shower after every wrestling practice, after every wrestling match. They would like pee on people in the shower because the water was running down and they wouldn't notice it. Like people would stand really next to you naked and like, like things like this. Like, 
in this article, they talked about they would comment on people's dick size. Like, they would do stuff like that. But they were 12. You were yeah. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Northwestern's old. You probably had some 24-year-olds, especially in the yeah. offensive line room. Yeah, yeah. Doing they're, they're, that. Like, those are usually the – especially – It's not acceptable. School, they're like 24. Yeah. It's not yeah. acceptable at 12. It's absolutely not acceptable at 23. Yeah. 19, whatever. So it's crazy. Um, Because at 12, you're still learning stuff. You're still learning. Like, you don't really know what SA is at 12. And a lot of it, and a lot of it, from my experience, it wasn't ill intent. It was just. You're kids. 12. You yeah, you Yeah. And there was at, no supervision in the locker room. Like, but because, but, as, and, and it proves because even at, at 19, you definitely know because all those freshmen felt weird, right. felt something, something was off about what was going on. So you do. You know, so if a 19-year-old can feel uncomfortable what's happening to him, a 24-year-old knows exactly that it's a terrible thing to do, but does not care. Yep. Like, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. You're a full adult. You're a full adult. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So um, let we are going to uh, take our quick break here, and then we will end with our predictions. Uh, so we will be right back. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the I-80 Football Podcast, uh, I-80 Football Show. Um, this is a little weird having this on video, largely because uh, I don't like to edit, so I don't <laughs> typically I don't typically edit these, um, and so it's just awkward because like on the video I want the little countdown thing, but the countdown thing has sound. I wonder if I can turn the sound off. The countdown thing has sound, so it works for the video to have it off, but it doesn't work for inputting the ads on the podcast because it has sound. So then I have to turn off the countdown so people can look at us who are watching. You might be able to turn, if whatever editing software you use, you might be able to turn that beta piece of music off. Yeah, but that requires me to to edit. That's my problem. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, because, so I I don't edit as much anymore because we do a really clean show now. In the beginning, I used to have to edit, but this is going on our third season. I don't typically have to take things out, so I haven't been editing as much. I just need to find, like, a countdown clip somewhere that is silent. So then it's still like, you know, and it isn't at 30 seconds because we're never going to be on break for 30 seconds. Nah. Maybe like during live streams and stuff. So I'll just add something I have to Google. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a little awkward. Like people are going to be watching the video and be like, so why aren't they saying anything? And it, we're <laughs> quiet. We're quiet. So I can put it in for the podcast. Like I can put yeah. the ads in. So whatever. Okay. So season previews. As I mentioned, we are going to do five season previews each. And then we are going to. Um, give our predictions for Big Ten postseason awards. So, do you want to go first, or should I go first? Uh, I'll go first. I'll take you first. So, my first C- Big Ten season prediction is uh, Illinois will be one of the best teams in the Big Ten. I would go as far as to say fourth best team in the Big Ten behind Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Okay. I like that. I'm not against it. Um, I have to do. I haven't done my full deep dive 
on them yet. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think they got a new quarterback, but I think he might actually be better. I think he transferred, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, obviously they have um, a new defensive coordinator, but uh-huh. the defensive coordinator was the leader of their secondary. So we know he's good. Yeah, their quarterback is probably going to be Luke Altmaier. Yeah, who yeah. transferred from like Ole Miss or something? Uh, yeah, Ole, Ole Miss. Uh, and then if not, there's uh, Ball State starter John Paddock. Um, they did obviously lose some people. They returned a lot of their offense. Yes, they did. It's but defense, and right? most no, they returned almost all of their defense too. Besides one cornerback, then right? Because I know yes. one dude went into it the, was just uh, their best corner. Yeah, I mean. So basically, they they lost their three best players: the running back, the cornerback, and the safety. The twins. Safety. They lost yeah, Chase yeah, yeah. Brown, the running back; Sidney Brown, the safety; and uh, oh my god, I can't think of his name. That is so disrespectful. And I wanted like him the, drafted. He was like, to us. yeah, he was like the <laughs> sixth pick in a draft. <laughs> I know. Um, wow. Yeah, because I wanted him. I wanted us to get him, but I knew that was hmm. never going to happen. Hold on. This is unacceptable. Um, Witherspoon, no. Devin Witherspoon. He got okay. drafted to the yeah. C- to the Seahawks. Yes, got drafted yeah. to the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, so they lost their three Ooh, best players. Oh, that's a good place for him. Yeah, yep. They lost their three best players, but they returned With 85% of their team. They returned seven people on defense. And the other people probably played. They just weren't actually starters. And yeah, they probably got a lot of playing time. There's a lot of experience yeah. coming back from this. And they period. returned six people on offense. Oh, that's fun. yeah, that's gonna be. Crazy. And it would be seven, but they have this. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know if he transferred in. They have this guy again. This is just one of the, the magazines. So, but they have this guy named Reggie Love the Third as the backup running back instead of Josh McCray. Which Josh McCray was the backup last year, so I don't know why yeah. he wouldn't be the starter this year. But either way, Josh McCray's back and healthy. He has a lot of playing experience, even though he's not listed as a returning starter. So that's really seven returning. Yeah, um, yeah, because he started. He didn't start, but he was. They were like one, they, two, two yeah. years ago, and then he got injured last year. He was supposed to be yeah. the primary backup, but he got injured pretty early. So. I mean, I I think I agree with that. We are not giving away our predictions, but and I haven't looked at their schedule yet because I like to do it all at once. I don't like to do it, but I'm fairly. I would be very surprised if I do not have them very high, even even still, despite what they've lost. Because this would be the this would be the um, this is technically the year where we would definitely see that their the culture be fully implemented because this is yeah. year three now for him right or you, yes yeah yes. yeah so yeah 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 the thing is it's just it's all about if they can stomach losing their best players which I think they did lose their three best players legitimately yeah. they yeah. lost three of their four best players the only one they didn't lose is jersey and newton who is a dog yeah just and i think i think with experience coming back brett's a great coach and things like that i think they'll be fine I think yeah. with losing their three. I still think even though losing their three best players, I don't see any team in the West better than them. Of course, I'm not giving my prediction for that, but I don't see any other team in the West being yeah. better than them. Or at least a full, complete team like they are maybe Wisconsin. But again, a lot of Wisconsin's offense will 
you're uh they have a new coach and then there's um uh, a new quarterback as well no just about everything honestly. yeah that's what I, yeah so like a like, i think wisconsin is something that we should look at next year especially since we'll be breaking in ucla and stuff like that so but I think right now, Illinois would probably be the fourth best team in the big team. That's fair. Um, At least overall wise. Probably, Iowa will probably have a better record, but that's just because I think they'll have a better defense. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of the defense before we move on, they, except for one nose tackle, they returned their entire front seven. Who, for uh, uh, Illinois? Illinois? Oh, they they only return one person in their secondary, but their defensive coordinator is the secondary's coach. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I I think I think he should be able to recreate that secondary a little bit. So their defense, it don't have to be that as as great, but if it's close, yeah. And they had one of the best defenses in the nation. I believe they're like two or three by stop rate, which again is my favorite defensive metric currently. So they'll be good. Speaking of Wisconsin, that is my first prediction. They're going to win at least eight games. I think they're going to instantly be better. It, it was really crazy that they weren't good, which is why yeah. the coach got fired, because they've yeah. always been good. I yeah. think that even with their transition, even with the, the difficulties and some of the um, – like that, people are just forgetting is going to happen, right? Changing your defense and changing your entire offense, there's going to be some difficulties, right? I think – that's going to cause them to not be competitive against really good teams. And they may even lose a game early that they shouldn't. Yeah. But I think they win at least eight games. I think they win the majority of their games. I think that they're a, a good team and they're going kind of like you said, looking for the future. I think you need to look for the future to think like they're going to win the conference. And I don't know if they ever win the conference with the lack of divisions now. Yeah, but I do think again they get to a place like we did with the coaching rankings. I would put in a ten-year period, I would put their over/under for making the playoffs at four and a half, five and a half. I think they're going to be there pretty frequently, and I think that's going to start this year. Um, again, how I don't. Many, how I don't many know. Games if, did Brett win his first season in Illinois? It wasn't that many, but Illinois is a much worse roster. That was True. a much bigger turnaround. True. Like, uh, and they have a crap ton of transfers. Oh, fair. Uh, I would uh, have like, to look at Wisconsin's schedule to fully agree, but I'm not mad so at eight games. I, I did. I pulled up their schedule. I just didn't do my like the full thing that we're gonna do. I didn't want to get into it that much, but I did look it up, and I think I have them at eight. I, I can see eight, eight games. So. I can see eight games. That's not that's not too off the nose. Yeah, Especially for Wisconsin but in the West, when you have to face Indiana, Northwestern, yeah. things like that, I can see eight games. Yeah, and and that's gonna be, and but the good thing about it, the thing about it is like they probably someone's gonna listen to this and be like that's a terrible prediction that's super easy it's Wisconsin they shouldn't win eight games this transition is much harder than people think this should be a six game win I just year, I just and think they might that, fall right out of a bowl game yeah I just think that Luke Fickle's a good enough coach and that they've yeah. done some things and I think that they find a way to be better than they should be um yeah. And I'm going to just want to pull this up really quick before we go to your next one. How many games did they win last? Because my next one is nuts. But I only said that because I wanted to have a crazy prediction. <laughs> yeah, because last year they – okay, so, oh, no, I mean, I guess that, that actually might be a bad prediction. They still won seven games last year. Huh. I think but the they went, they went, like they went six and six. And, they yeah. went six and six, though. And they won and the they made the bowl game. game. 
So mm-hmm. eight and four. This is eight before the bowl game. So a two win improvement. That's not too good. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't go big or go home, but I still believe it. I still believe that they. Because I don't think they'll win ten games. So right, <laughs> and I'm like I'm not gonna say that. So no, I'm fine with it. I didn't go big or go home, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with yeah. it. So all right. Although hold on. I you still have to remember this is all new. They're all new, so like yes, they probably should win those games, but there's a really good possibility that they don't. Oh, their schedule is easy. Yeah, but again, this they're all new, so like even though they probably should win those games, there's a good chance they. I know their schedule is super easy though. I'm gonna go nine. I'm going to also be a reason why they lose a good amount of – they could lose games because they have an easy schedule and they think they might take it a little bit easy against a few teams. That's fair. And slip up. I'm still going to go nine. Okay. I'm going I'm wow. to make it – I'm going to make it more of a prediction. Eight was too easy. Um, what's your next one? All right. Y'all <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, Y'all about to lose it. Y'all about to lose it. Just like here he did. No, my second prediction <laughs> – What is wrong with you? A lot. A lot. A lot. But here's the reason. And I'll, I'll give my reasoning before I actually say it because um, the, the the thought of it itself is hilarious. But the reason why I say this is because so many things are so unpredictable. And then I've seen a lot of unpredictable things since we started this podcast happen in the Big Ten that something like this could happen one time and then never happen again. Like, like Northwestern winning the conference or winning 10, 12 games or something like that. One time and then never happen again. So my second prediction is that Iowa will have a top 50 offense. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I change that number and go top 100? No, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, but that's still great for them. <laughs> you can, okay. Okay. You can go if you're gonna change it. You can go to 75. You can't. Right, yeah. You can't go to 100. Yeah, top 75. That's two. Top 75 offense. Okay. Top 75 offense in the country. 50. <laughs> you really said 50. <laughs> yeah, I had to have one wild prediction on here because I like, wild stuff happens here in this conference, especially since we started this podcast. Every year, something wild, something, something you definitely don't predict, happens every single year so far. And that was my no way this should happen, but it could happen because stuff stuff is weird in the Big Ten. I just think that's impossible. There are a lot of weird <laughs> things. There are some other things that you could have picked, but top fifty, I think that's impossible. Yeah, well, it's top seventy-five now, but yeah, that's still almost impossible. But I no, I do. Don't get me wrong, because I think they was like one thirty something. Mm, yeah, they were pretty bad. They were, pretty bad. They were awful. They were, they were awful. Last they were pretty year. bad. But I think because they brought in some some office of talent. Hmm. Talent is it? They brought in a great. They brought in a tight end and a uh, and good receivers. I know you. I know how you feel about their quarterback. Here's the thing: the tight end game? sucks. Oh. It was Michigan's tight end. He wasn't good at Michigan. He's super athletic, so everyone likes to talk about him. He was trash. Hey, you never know. A, a, no, a different he was scenery. garbage. Yeah, he was. He wasn't that good. I do. I'll give you that. But I think here, I'll tell you this. 
I think they'll be a better scoring offense than they have been. I think that defense. Well, that's not think, hard. They were one thirty, one thirty one. Yeah, but I think, but I think they could. They like remember how many times they got they were in a red zone because of their defense and then only scored three points. I think a lot of those three points would turn into touchdowns now. Mm. Not, not, not because of not this tight end. <laughs> so I so just think because of, I think because of the offensive talent. I, this is why people are high on that tight end, right? In 2021, mm-hmm. he had 38 receptions for 437 yards, which is 11 and a half average. That's pretty solid. That's cool. Here's the issue, though, especially to your last point. In those 38 receptions, he only had two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I remember that year. Basically, what happened is he would have a couple big plays, which right. raised his average, but he was never consistent. And he wasn't a red zone threat. And Michigan was always in the red zone. And you could argue they wasn't a red zone threat because they ran the ball. No, he wasn't a red zone threat because he's not a red zone threat. Despite the they threw in the red zone, they threw in the red zone too. So I'm not. I just. I. 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 I believe that they upgraded. Yes, they have a tight end. They have a better quarterback. Even though I don't like him, and they got a better. They they got what two receivers too from the transfer Mm. portal as well. They got one from Ohio State who's probably going to be the best receiver they've ever had, but he's not played in college, and so we don't know. Uh-huh. It could be one of those things where, like, he's really, really good. It's just Ohio State's better, and he goes and just goes crazy in, like, 500 yards, which would be a lot for them. Or he could suck. We don't know. I'm not predicting either way. If I were to yeah. predict, I would predict the other, that he is probably pretty good because Ohio State recruited him, and then yeah. they just recruited it over him. But I, yeah, I don't know. I would say I, I, that would be my more – more protection for him because Ohio State has so many offensive weapons, especially at the wide receiver position. Even if you're good, there's a chance you might just get stalled out because someone's just a little bit better than you. Well, I can see that. I see it being more like that. Just, just want to let you know, you are predicting that they move up 55 spots. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know All what right. I'm doing. Uh, not sure because you started with top 50, so. Yeah, no, we 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 good. We seventy five. <laughs> <All right>. <clears throat> My next prediction, which shouldn't have to be a prediction, but the way the media and different things are saying, you have to mention it. Um, Iowa does not. Penn State does not win the conference. A lot of people are predicting that Penn State will win the conference. I'm predicting that they won't. Penn State's not going to win the conference. Not that they're not going to be good, but they're not going to win the Big Ten. Just plain mm-hmm. and simple. Uh, I don't really have much else to say about that. I just don't think, like, again, as I said with Penn State and as you said with Wisconsin, look for them next year. If their quarterback is good, if, it's a big if, but if their quarterback is good, he'll be, next year will be the year because he'll be in his second year. Their good defensive players will be in the third year. Their running backs will be in the third year. They'll have some more figured out. I don't think he's going to be so good that he is just, a Heisman finalist, first-team All-American, all of that kind of stuff. And that's what I think it's going to take, especially because they, they've they lost some things. And I think that they're overrated in some areas that people aren't considering. Um, but they're going to be good. They're always good. They're probably going to win. They're probably going to go 10-2 with losses to Ohio State and Michigan. It's probably going to be the same as last year. I just don't think that this is the year that they win the conference. But I fully expect, whether they win the conference or not, that next year they'll be in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I just I just don't know that this is the year that they do it. And honestly, 
here's the thing. I didn't want to go too far with my predictions because I don't want I don't want people to know where I'm leaning with things. We'll get to that. But I wouldn't I'm considering having them beat one of Ohio State or Michigan. I was considering it as well. But I'm not sure from there yet because I just don't really believe in the quarterback that much. And I think that they've lost some key pieces that you can expect them kind of to just rebound in certain areas, I guess. But I'm not ready to say that. I can understand why the media thinks it. That I'll give them that much. Like I can see why they think so, but I see, can't I, I can't fully agree that it would happen. I don't because none of the people who are predicting them to be better are also not predicting Ohio State or Michigan to get worse. And that's the hard part. Oh, if you see, expected yeah. a step back from Ohio State and Michigan and then you expected Penn State to step up, maybe. But yeah. these same people are expecting, are saying Michigan is one of the best. These same people are saying that Michigan has their best roster that they've had in the last three years, which is not true. No. At all. If you no. actually looked at the roster and paid attention still, to what was on there. Yeah, their 2021 ago, roster is still their best team. I was about to say. What, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> Two years ago was probably their best team in the past three years. Like, so. Yeah. So um, it was. Somehow idiots are saying that this is their best team. It's not. Yeah. But Nah, and you nah, have to predict. It's like that thing where people talk about, like, oh, I don't like your rankings. I don't like this. I don't like that. Okay, so change it. Who who are you taking out to put in? If, yeah. if Penn State's going to win it, that means Michigan's not, right? Like, yeah. that means you think Michigan's not, and that means you think Ohio State's not going to rebound. But you have to say that, and they're not saying it. They're just saying this could be the year. This stand on it. Yeah. I'm standing on it. I don't think they win it. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> All right, uh, my third prediction. I don't know if this is like a crazy prediction, but I don't think Northwestern wins a single game. I thought about putting this one, but then I was just like, mm. yeah, I know it's like it's like a giveaway. It's definitely a. But I I look at my Northwestern one as your uh, Penn State one. If you're like looking at it subjectively, like yeah, Penn State's a great team, but I don't think they'll win the conference regardless because of like you got Michigan State, Ohio State, and it's the same thing with Northwestern. I put like Northwestern won two games last year, yeah, and they were competitive one. in two games. I think they one won game. one. They won one game and were competitive in a few games at least for a half. I don't think Northwestern is competitive in a single game, and I don't think they win a single game, even out like even in their directional school games. I don't think they win a single game. Yeah, I that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Even if the coach, didn't, with even all, if the coach yeah. didn't get fired, but with yeah, all the other stuff yeah, going on, yeah, 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 I would have predicted that regardless if Pat was still there or not. I was going to be like, I don't think they win a single game for <laughs> sure because they haven't upgraded. Not only have like, not only did they lose their coach, they have and they have all everything going on. No one's transferred there for real. They haven't upgraded anything, and they've lost. They lost their best player to the draft, and their yeah. best player was an offensive lineman. So. Yeah. Man, I don't see them winning a single game. And yep. I don't think they're competitive in a single game. Probably not. Um, okay, my third one is USC does not make the playoffs. Me neither. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Everyone they're has them. Their, they're going to lose their spot to a, either a SEC or a Big Ten team. Well, he, if we're really going to talk about it, I don't think they win the conference. I don't think they That's win the this year. Oh, yeah, Utah. Yeah, we've already done <laughs> – on Buck Off, we've already done our Pac-12 preview. I don't think they win the conference. Nah. nah. So, or Washington, not Utah, but Washington. It's, I, so that's what I have. I have one of those two winning it. Mm-hmm. So, 
um yeah i mean i think that was an easy one but for me but a lot of, again a lot a of lot people, of people probably wouldn't agree with that at all no I don't think they, they think that this that is your, you have the one. you have the heisman winner you know he's coming back da, 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 this, that, the third. he's gonna have a transfers. drop-off season probably not a drop-off um, but it's definitely not gonna be as good as his heisman season yeah i don't have the time to get into this because you know in this economy you have to have a second job and so i'm about to go to work right but we will get into this when we preview them I'm so tired of the Pat Mahomes comparisons with this kid because here's the thing. He does some Pat Mahomes type things with the crazy throws and the arm angles, right? But the thing that people don't realize about Pat Mahomes, the reason why that stuff is cool and the reason why it's good is because of how good he is in the pocket. Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes is a pocket passer who can do things when it needs to happen. And people only focus on the outside stuff. He is is one of the most cerebral pass. And the crazy thing about it is he was good in the pocket before he even could understand and read defenses. He literally talked about it, that he didn't understand how to read defenses until year three. And then and he could still kill people from the pocket. Patrick yeah. Mahomes does not bail the pocket at any sense of pressure. He stands in there. He's tough in the pocket. He is a pocket passer who just also happens to be otherworldly. You cannot compare people to Mahomes just because they can throw out of the pocket. And I think also, I think it's a terror. It's a bad comparison. Yeah, I think people truly underestimate how accurate, and I mean pinpoint accurate, Pat Mahomes is from inside and outside of the outside. Line. Because again, I've never seen a man hit somebody square in the face mask falling down. He and, hit and, man in, or, or, or straight in the middle of the numbers, falling, getting sacked, and that's forty yards away. So, yeah, and yeah. and so that's and that's just my quick thing. We can get into it more when we have more time. Yeah. But you can't compare him to Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't play like Patrick Mahomes. He's no. not good in the pocket. He's actually awful in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. A, he's bad. Okay, what's yeah. your next one? My next one is I see Maryland. Uh, Having uh having a good season and winning eight games this year before the bowl game, but I also think they'll win their bowl game. But I see Maryland winning eight games this year. They, right. I, they the the what I think they'll open up their offense a lot more and let that running back be a running back. Hopefully, and and I and, and that will I think that'll help them a lot more and keep uh I never get his name right and Tallulah. I don't want him, Tallulah. They'll keep Tallulah healthy. If they let their running back be a running back, that's what they should do. Mm-hmm. Do I believe it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why Mike Loxley was low on the coaching for <laughs> on the coaching <laughs> list. Um, okay, so my next one: Minnesota does not make a bowl game. I think PJ Fleck is a good coach. I've yeah. had a Minnesota fan arguing with me forever about my placement of him, I had him pretty high. In my opinion, there were just better coaches who've done more. But they've lost. He didn't win when he had all the players. Yeah, He had the best team, the best roster. He didn't win. That's problem one. Injuries has lost a part. And some of those years, but not all of them. He's lost uh, all of those players. Mm -hmm. And he still always loses a game that he shouldn't. Yeah. So I went through the schedule, and when I went through the schedule, I think I had them at six and six. But that's Mm. him winning every game he should win. And then since especially since he definitely loses one that they that's five and seven. Five and seven. Yeah. So I have Minnesota not making a bowl game. I 
I'm mad at it because you know, like Illinois, I'm a big fan of Minnesota. Like, I, now I do well, think but, I will say yeah. I think it's a one year thing. I think they. Can oh get yeah, back up that, there. that's fair. I don't yeah. think they're just gonna go back to the slums, but I think this is gonna be a bad year for them. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I can see that a little a little dip just to try to get their bearings back from losing so many so many old and uh, leaders on the team. Not yeah, old, but he leaders. needs to figure out how to win. Otherwise, yeah. this is gonna get ugly for him in this last year in the Big Ten. Uh, the last year and this and this Big Ten alignment, right? It's gonna yeah. get bad for him if they don't start learning how to win some win some real games and and yeah. when they're the favorite and when they have the better roster. Yeah, that's fair. I can see that. I can see that. I'm not mad at that one. All right, my last prediction is Michigan will make it three in a row against Ohio State. No, but I understand. <laughs> um, you only say no because that's your team but like I can see it happening again like Chrome's back a lot of that offensive line is back JJ's back I know you're not a big fan of JJ he's awful yeah, yes but he has he's your not number. a good quarterback <laughs> he has your number and he uh, and does not <laughs> I'm not gonna give that to him I think they could make it three in a row they I, listen I'm I'm not going to say that they can't because they have to. And I'm not going to disrespect what they've done so far. I will get into this more on our preview show when we're actually sure. talking about them because they'll be in the same thing. And we'll, and we'll break this down a little bit more. Um, but I can't say that you're crazy for it. It's it's right there. It, it is literally right there yeah. for, for them to do it again because of a lot of reasons. So it's fair. Yeah. Still going to say no. But yeah, it's fair. Yeah. My last one, and this is my kind of out of there one. Indiana loses to Akron. I can see it. And it's hilarious that I can. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have Indiana losing to Akron. Because, like, how I have Northwestern winning no games, I, I have Indiana only winning one or two. So, and Akron and should be the one that they win. Game. Yeah. But Akron's not like great, but they have. I'm pretty sure they still have DJ Irons, who's a pretty solid quarterback. They've been getting better. They have Didn't more. They struggle against a Mac school last probably because they're all probably it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. I think they lose to Akron. I think that's, that's the one. I'm not even going to refute that. I I'm gonna watch that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate Akron. We we both yeah. Kent State dudes. We hate Akron, yeah. but let's go. Let's I think go they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So let's 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 knock this out because again, I got, I got some. Yeah, we can fly through. Let's these. let's we go through this. Fly through. So yeah. we're gonna do our postseason awards. Those are our predictions. Just run them down really quick. I have Wisconsin wins nine games. Penn State doesn't win the conference. USC doesn't make the playoffs. Minnesota does not make a bowl game, and Indiana loses to Akron. I have Illinois will be one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Iowa will have a top seventy-five offense. Northwestern will not win a single game. Maryland will win eight games and their bowl game, and Michigan will make it three in a row against OSU. There it is. So, postseason awards. Let's run down this. Offensive player of the year, Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. Like, yeah. It's almost always goes to a quarterback, but it's not this year. It's got to go Yeah, Harrison. and just because the name and the, the, the narrative around it, this seems like it's already been handed to him before the season started. He just has to have the same year he had last year. And if yeah. it's better, Jesus, yeah. Like, yeah. If it's yeah. better, he's winning the Heisman. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the year, we both have Tommy Eichenberg. The exact um, same reason why I have for, for Marvin. It's just, yeah. 
it seems like the awards already given to him before the season started. And I mean, he's he's just he's that he's one of the best players in the country. Mm-hmm. And Jack Campbell won it last year. I could see him having the same type of kind of storyline kind of thing. And oddly enough, there aren't re- there aren't amazing defensive ends in the Big Ten right now. The only way I think he loses this award is if there's a 10 or 11 sack guy, and I don't know who that guy will be. Because Michigan's guy won it uh, No, he didn't win. He didn't no. win it. He no. won the, the defensive lineman of the year, and he only had yeah. like six or seven sacks. Like, they're just – the talent there, – There's going to be a, there If there's going to there. be an 11 sack type of guy, it's going to come from a team that we're not even thinking about. Really. I mean, if there's going to be an 11 sack guy, it probably comes from Ohio State. I just don't believe it's going to happen. I just I don't believe he's going to like somebody like Illinois or some weird thing. Um, like no, because Illinois' best defensive lineman is a defensive tackle, and defensive tackles don't get 11 sacks. Yeah. But he might get like eight, which is great for that position. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like hey, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, coach of the year, I have Luke Fickle. It makes sense. Wisconsin was bad. They fired the coach if he comes in and wins nine mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Also, this is going to go into who yours is. I don't know why the coach of the year just goes to the coach that wins the conference. That's It, it almost never happens like that anywhere else. That's why I didn't think Jim Harbaugh was going to win it last year. Mm-hmm. And But you were right. But it almost never just goes to the person that wins. That's why, like, Urban Meyer never wins national coach of the year and things like that. So, yeah. um, But also, to you have Jim Harbaugh to that point. Ohio I State actually have coaches, two answers for it. But the reason why Jim's the easy one, because I think they'll probably be the best team in the Big Ten. But my actual answer is if Illinois wins 19 games, it's Brett. So I was thinking, I almost went with Brett too. The thing about the Michigan thing, even if they win the conference, I don't think he gets it again because it's no longer a surprise. Like, I think they got it because, like, oh, wow, you beat Ohio State. But, like, Ohio State coaches don't get it because they expect them to be good. I think Michigan has reached that level. So I don't think he'll win it even if they win the thing. And yeah. I don't think he should have won it last year because it just shouldn't go to the best team. Yeah. That's not typically how I have works. that's Jim's my safe pick. Brett should have gotten it last year in my opinion. Yeah, that's what remember we both kept saying that. Yeah. At least I know I was definitely saying that. Like I, it should go to Brett, but I, I had a feeling it would go to Jim. Yeah. Uh so quarterback of the year. This one's hard. This one was hard. Was I don't really know who's hard. gonna win this one because JJ sucks. He's yep. not gonna win it. He's not, he's gonna, not gonna win it. He's not even he's not Michigan good enough to the, win yeah. that. Yeah. Even if Michigan has the wins the conference, he's not gonna have the stats to do it. No. So no. I just went with Kyle McCord because Ohio State quarterbacks have won it every year. Let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Hold on. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? I had it up. Uh quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ohio State has won it the last seven years. Oh, well. and they've won it one, two, three, They've won it ten out of twelve years. This has only been around for twelve years. They've won it ten out of twelve years. So it's just like who? Like I put Kyle McCord because I think he's gonna win the job. But just put insert Ohio State quarterback. That's fair. I so, went with um Tula because be. Because uh, I think he'll be healthy. I think he'll be healthy this year, and I think he'll have the stats. And he's, I think, the most experienced quarterback next to JJ coming back. Nope, more. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah. I think he'll have the stats, and if he stays healthy, because they run the ball a lot more, or at least dump it off. Because like I, I, I think screens and stuff are run plays, but they're considered passing plays. So like dumping it off and stuff like that. I think he could have the talent. And with eight wins and all the in the stats, he might sneak in there and win that award. 
Because I can see it more than anyone else. Young and all the, most, a good amount of the quarterbacks coming into the Big Ten either have one to no starts. Yes. So. Yes. That's how um, I, I can see that. Just for that. Yep. Running back of the year, I struggled with this one. It was between two players, and one of them was not the guy you picked. Speaking of, a, speaking of a fall off, I think he has one. Really? Um, mm. Not significantly. Don't don't think I'm being disrespectful. It's just okay. not 1,600 yards like it was last year. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if his backup is the better running back throughout the entire season. Mm. And I'll tell you why in a second. I picked – I struggled between Braylon Allen and Nick Singleton. Okay. I picked Braylon Allen largely because with Constance's new offensive coordinator – Two years ago or three, but I think it was two, he had 2,000-yard rushers. Like, he runs the air raid, and most people think the air raid doesn't run the ball, but they actually do. And the way they spread it out and the way they pass the ball makes it easy to run, and he had 2,000-yard rushers. I think Braylon Allen is a good amount of read read options in that air raid. It's not even, I think it's a little bit of read options, but it's a lot of like quick passes and spread out. So you can't put six, seven people in the box. box, So if you have a good running back and you're in a five man box, you're guaranteed six, seven yards of carry almost. And then Braylon Allen is a great running back, not a good one. So I went with him over Nick Singleton. You have Blake Corum. That's fair. That makes sense. I I well, first I was going to do somebody else and then I, but I, I had to make sure. I kept I, I think I did like eight Google searches to make sure I thought Blake Horn left. <laughs> so that's why I was like, no. wait, are we sure here? So but I think it, I'll, I'll go with Blake just because I think Michigan still is going to have a great offense. They still have at least uh, preseason predictions, one of the best offensive lines in the country with fifth, sixth, something like that. And I think I think he'll still have a great year. You're right. I don't think he'll get sixteen hundred yards. But I don't think it'll be that much of a drop off that he's not the, one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. I think he's like the fourth or fifth best this year. Mm. We're still good because the Big Ten has a crap ton of good running backs. But mm-hmm. I think his injury is a lot harder to recover from than people think. I think he's going to lose a little bit. And I think that um, he's just like he's he's not an NFL running back. Right. And he has a a, a lot of carries. He has a lot of carries. And I don't know I, if I can I, agree with that. If he was an NFL running back, he wouldn't have came back. And a lot of the like draft people, and I won't say a lot because there's not a lot that I respect, say the same thing. He has a very particular style that is not what the NFL is looking for. I would Listen, I would not be surprised if he was drafted. I don't know because he reminds me of CJ. Not CJ, but uh, Christian, Debo. No, uh, are we watching? Are you talking about Donovan Edward? Blake Corm has none of that in him. He Literally almost, none of that. No, Donovan Edward, Donovan Edwards might. Blake Corm has none of that in him, and that's he, why I think Donovan. Edwards I think he's is a stronger. He's a stronger running back than Christian is, and he's bigger than Christian. No, he's nice he's little. So is Christian McCaffrey. He may weigh more, but. Christian McCaffrey's not that big of a guy. I know. Neither is Blake Corum. Let's see how big Christian McCaffrey is. I mean, he's bigger than when people 5'11", 205. Blake Corum's 5'8", 210. I'd rather take a 5'8", 210. I wouldn't. Harder to tackle. <laughs> Harder to tackle. Yeah, and, then, again, and that's fine. But my but thing that is doesn't, that doesn't Christian, lead to NFL success. Has Christian, 27 years old, I'm older than Christian McCaffrey, has Christian McCaffrey had a full season? 
Last year. No. Yeah, he didn't get injured last year. Yes, he did. He was injured to start the year and then got traded and then was healthy. And he didn't get injured once he stepped on the field. No, no he got injured like game one. With no, the I think that was from last year. So he didn't even have a full season last year because he didn't no. start the season. So, no. again, no, he has not. Blake Corum got injured. Okay. Listen, you're, I you're think, comparing I think Blake Corum to one of the best running backs in the NFL. That's yeah. crazy. No, my thing is, it's like, I think Blake Corum could be a a, um, a running back mm. in the league. No. Because that, that I, height I would, thing, that's not a problem anymore. And that's not what I'm that's talking about. I'm not talking anymore. about his height. I don't think he – I don't think he – he has – I don't think the way he plays translates to the NFL okay. well. And I think that people in the NFL don't think it translates to the NFL well. I, mean, I think uh, before the end of the year, Donovan Edwards is the number one back on that team. We'll see. We'll uh, see. Okay. But I'm, I can see that. Wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, yeah. we do. I don't even know um, who the receivers the but, big I mean, I do, but yeah. Yeah, the Big Ten's tight ends suck. I don't believe in my pick. I want you to understand, this is not a homer pick. <laughs> I picked this because everywhere else I looked had him as the best tight end in the Big Ten. And That's if he's crazy. the best tight end in the Big Ten, the Big Ten sucks right now. He's mm. not awful, but he's not special. But everywhere I looked had it, I couldn't think of anything better. So The I reason why I'm not – so I'm not mad at either one of our picks because I think K tight ends are, are, are security blankets regardless. And then for a new guy and a young guy, he besides that running back, he's that second the second favorite player on the team for a, for a young quarterback. So that's why I even have Theo Johnson because again, you're a young quarterback. I don't even know a big Johnson is. <laughs> I know, but he was like one of I think he was like third or fourth best tight end from where I was uh, doing my research. So I okay. I could I say that because I think either one of them will get a lot of targets. Who knows if they'll catch it or not, but I think they'll get a lot of targets because they have young quarterbacks. Yeah, so I have Cade Silver, Ohio State. You have Theo Johnson, Penn State. Offensive line, I have Olu Fashinu from Penn State. Everyone, the consensus is that he's the best offensive lineman in the country. The consensus is that he would have been the first tackle taken this year if he went yeah. to the draft, and he didn't. So Yeah, I got Jack Nils- uh, Nelson from Wisconsin. Uh because uh really because you said they the the way the offense is gonna be played, they can their offensive line could be a lot better because they're not gonna have six, seven, eight, nine guys in the box this year going against that type of offense. I also didn't want to agree with you five times. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> four yeah. or five times. So I was like, I gotta do something different. Uh defensive line, I think your pick is more likely because of yeah. the name value, but yeah. I don't think he's gonna be the best one because I think this dude is just crazy. And that's but also no, he is I, your pick is your pick makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I also just can't be the homer the entire time. So I have defensive line, I have Jerzan Newton from Illinois. Dog, just I mean, absolute great player. Mm-hmm. He's really good. He's really good. I got uh JT to him <sighs> Tuomalu. Yeah. Okay. That's not that hard. No. Yeah. I, I'm going with JT just because of the name. He's been, he's been at Ohio State, what, three years now? This is his third season. This would be his third season. Yeah. Yep. I think it's probably going to go to him because this is his <clears> third <throat> season and now he has a name. It's the same thing with Tommy. They just, it's the name. And I think it's, it's at least not given to them already, but 
they're the front runners for the for those. those yeah. And unfortunately, I do want to clarify because you keep saying this. You also agree that the production is going to be there. But yes. Oh, yes, when, yes, the, yes. when the media, the media sucks. And so mm-hmm. it helps having a name going into the season yes. where if you have equal or even slightly lesser production, but they know your name. It helps, especially yeah. if you're on a winning team. And that's the thing yeah. with JT over Jerzyan. Jerzyan may be better, but if He's JT, if Ohio State's winning and they're close, that he yeah. has the name, he plays an easier position to watch. So I just, you know, I just wanted to give Jersey and his respect. Yeah. I think he's a great player. And even if even if Illinois finds a way to win 10 games and Ohio State wins 10 games, Ohio State's record is gonna be looked at as tougher than Illinois. So even even just because it's Ohio State. So with the name, the recognition, the school you're at and winning, it's gonna probably go to JT. Yep. But I definitely Linebacker. agree with your pick, though. Yeah. Linebackers, Tommy E. Um I disagree with your pick. I don't think he's that good. I think okay. if it's I not think. Tommy. Mm-hmm. I think if it's not Tommy, it's either, and I can't think of his name right now, it's either the linebacker from Wisconsin or if it's or it's the linebacker from Penn State. But I was that is gonna the, go with the linebacker from Pitt State. I was gonna but, go with him, but I think because Michigan will win more games. I think the winning part, like you just said with JT, I think that might play a bigger role. Because I I don't think Penn State is going to beat Michigan or Ohio State this year again. So that might play a role. Yeah. So you have Junior Colson. Yeah. We didn't say that. We just started talking about oh, him. Yeah, and true, I have true, Tommy Eichenberg. Okay. DB, I have I, – I, I actually wanted to pick your guy, but it's just – I wanted I to pick your guy. I'm <laughs> weak. So – um, I have Cooper DeJean from Iowa. And I have Kalen King from Penn State. I you would actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably guaranteed to be one of them. <laughs> right, and the reason why I went with Kalen King is because Cooper again has a name and he was already getting less targets last year. Or like uh 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 quarterbacks were like or t- uh, offensive schemes were trying to throw away from him a lot last year. And I think that's going to be a lot more this year. So that's why I didn't want to go with Cooper, but either one, honestly. Yeah. Um, All right. So we have to make this quick because I got to get to work. Yeah. Our pit stops, which we're finally bringing back because we haven't done it in a while. For those new to the show or who just don't remember them, this is the I-80 football podcast. When you're going on a road trip, when you're going somewhere far, you're in the car, you have to make a pit stop. You have to stop. You got to get some food. You got to use the bathroom. You got to do something. Stretch your legs. And that's what this is. This is us stretching our legs, talking about something that is not Big Ten related or sometimes not even football related, just something that we want to get out there. My pit stop. Soccer in the U.S. I mean, it it is blowing up right now. Um, Man, it's very very fun. Messi is in Inter Miami. His first uh, goal was a set piece to win the match. Something that right. like most people yeah. can't do. Just just great. Just uh, just a goat being a goat. Like it's just casual. It, it, people were talking. This about also it lets like, me know Messi is going to retire soon. Because now he's yeah. in America. Yeah, he's going to be retiring soon. I think he. I think he signed like a three year deal. Okay, so it's gonna be easy. It's not gonna be hard, but yeah. So, um, making that money, Messi, uh, also getting money from Apple, getting money for Adidas, getting money from the MLS, a whole bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. to make this work. Dog, uh, the U.S. women's national team is great, it's in a great place. Um, Sophia Smith and Trinity Rodman are the face of it, just beautiful. I love they're always great, though. Um, 
Yeah, but so the thing I about it is, I don't, I don't think of, that we've been alive and they were not great. No, right. So yeah. um, the thing, the reason why I say they're in a great place is a lot of the p- people that we remember are retiring. Oh, yeah, they're but gone. because yeah. U.S. soccer is because soccer in the United States has become more of a thing. There's a, like when I watched their first match, six out of their eleven starters were first-time starters at the World Cup. Oh. It's a very young team. And I was talking mm. to Zarya about it. Do you know that thing, like that meme where dude's talking to a girl at the club and she doesn't care? That's me and Zarya talking about sports. I was talking to her about it. I was like, <laughs> they're probably not going to win this year because of how young they are. But I was mm-hmm. like, if they win this year, it's about to get real dangerous because all of their players are young. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Thompson's 18. Trinity Rodman's like 20 or 21. Sophia Smith is 22. You add four oh, years to that. Yeah, Sophia Smith is yeah. 26 in her athletic prime. Trinity Rahman is 24, 25 in her athletic yeah. prime. Alyssa Smith is 22. Alyssa Smith's little sister, I don't remember her name, is like 20-something and is right. probably on the team. You yeah. have some of the players who are like 24 right now who are 28. Some who are like 26 are going to be 30, maybe towards the end of their career, but still going to play. Alex Morgan's probably not going to be on there. Megan Rapinoe's retiring. But you have a bunch of these young players. And then you also have, oh, what is her name? Um, Mallory, Mallory Swanson. I can't remember her name. She's not on this year's team because she got injured, but she had the second most goals last year. I mean, four years ago to Megan Rapino. She's gonna be on the team again, hopefully healthy. Oh, okay, like it's yeah. it's it's good. If they, they win this year, it's gonna be dangerous again because the first couple of times they won, it was Alex Morgan at 24, 25. It was Megan Rapino younger, it was uh oh, Sam hello, Lewis all and, and all of them. It was, you know, um it was uh Julie Ertz a little yeah. bit younger. So now you're just repeating it, but you're also increasing the the pipeline because more women are playing soccer. Yep. And the last thing I have to say. It's performative. I know it is, but Nike is so good at performative ads. <laughs> their women empowerment ads. Oh my god! Have you seen their soccer ads? I, I haven't this seen year? this year's. Oh, I've seen they're the old so ones, good. Though. They're yeah. so they are so good. Yeah, they have good. a bunch of them, right. Not just for you Americans. They have a bunch of them for a lot of their athletes across the world, mm-hmm. right? And then they turn them into one. Right, so like all of these people had ads. Okay? I have seen this. Okay, I've seen. And then this, did you yeah. see the last one with the dad I, and the daughter? Yeah. So yeah, all of those little, all of those little clips, those are clips from solo okay, ads I, that are like thirty seconds to a minute long. That's crazy. It, Nike, they, Nike can make a commercial. My God, I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> it's, I know it's perfor- it's performative as hell, but they be doing yeah. it, dog. They be doing it, and it doesn't like. And the thing is, everyone says performing is like it's a bad thing, right? It's not always a bad thing because the people who need to see it do need to see it. Yeah, and it's still beneficial. And I just say it's performative in that I don't believe that a corporation like that truly, genuinely. But they're smart enough not to, not to cater to their base and to know where their bread is buttered. And women in U.S. soccer and athletes is where their bread is buttered. They care more about the athletes than they do about the people who don't like their ads, right? Because that's what, because the thing is the people who don't like their ads were sketchy. And yeah, or you they're not buying Nikes. They usually like, aren't even athletes anyway. Like, you're not uh, buying soccer cleats. It's not right, you like, that just really 
fool so right so you have to you know where your bread is buttered and i can't say as a corporation they truly live this life but they they do performative advertising and the thing is it's again you still need a company like this to speak to this stuff whether the individual people believe it or not and they do a great job they're not yet so soccer in america just in a great place right now this is what that's what i want to say and hopefully and the 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 crew the columbus crew still a good team (laughs) you know what i'm saying my pit stop is I, I want to talk about Damian Willard just for a quick second. I just think he's a liar. I don't think he actually wants to win a ring. I think he's just saying that for the fans and the masses to be like, finally, he wants out of Portland and he wants to win. But to only have one destination, one singular destination of where you want to be traded proves to me that you truly don't want to win a ring. Because there are a lot of championship caliber teams that could use you and probably could win a championship next year if you got traded there. But since you only want to go to one place, that gives Portland all the leverage kind of to choose whenever they want to trade you. Because you still got three years on your contract in Portland. So that's that's my pit stop. I just Damian Lillard, cut the crap, man. Hmm. Cut the crap. You don't really want to win a championship because if you did, you would have been like, send me to either Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, and my including Miami or the Clippers. Mm, not the Clippers. The Clippers have but the thing is the Clippers have all mm-hmm. the assets. Clippers have mm-hmm. enough assets to trade for him. That's why. Yeah, this doesn't matter. Kyrie's I mean Kawhi's always gonna get injured. They're never gonna but win. but it's that's just, but that's the thing, at least with Damian Lillard. Look, with Paul with just Paul George, they were in the uh Almost in the Western Conference. No, they were in the Western Conference Finals two years ago with just Paul George. So I think I think Paul George could stay healthy enough to where. And again, I, I, I that'll be my pit stop for next week. Kawhi can't stay healthy because of Kawhi. Stop this. Stop the uh, load managing. Load management. Because the more you load manage, the lo- the more your body gets used to not doing something. Yep. And as soon as you try to do something, it goes. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and gives yeah. up on you. So that's that. But yeah, I, Damian Lily, Damian Lily don't really want a green. He just wants to be in Miami. And that's yes. okay. That's I okay. Want, I want to be, I don't want to be in Miami because it's, it's in the it's state awful. of Florida. It's awful. I hate that. Yeah. And the state of Florida is just horrible. But I, I could understand someone in their prime who's also a millionaire wanting to be in Miami. Yeah, is Damian in his prime? He's like 32. Okay. Yeah, the end And of the that. prime of his life. Okay. That's what that's I mean. Fair. I didn't mean his athletic prime and the that's prime fair. of his life. Yeah, that's fair. He did have his best season, though, which is crazy. And he didn't yeah. play the full season, but he had his best season statistically last year. That's, that's why I was crazy. like, you don't want to win a ring because you're still good enough to win a championship anywhere that's a championship caliber team. Even if you could have you could have been a you could have been a jokester knowing it would never happen, but you could have been like Phoenix, because they just lost Chris Paul and all that. So like yeah. Man, he don't really want to win. He doesn't. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's it. That is our first uh I80 football show. This is our first video podcast. You get to stare at our beautiful faces and both of our connecting beards. Like, come on now, you see that? That's full beards in here. You know, oh, what I'm man. Uh, <laughs> Not, no we'll, patches, man. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll be back next week with um with whatever we'll be back with. We'll be back next <laughs> week with our first uh ranking, our first tiering of the season, our official season preview. Um 
And our competition starts. I'll lay, I'll lay that all out. Just know. Yeah, yeah, two-time yeah. champ. You man, feel whatever, bro. Champ. I'm losing these things by like a game. <laughs> it don't matter. Losses are lost, baby. Right. Never lost. Right. Never lost. <laughs> this is uh, year, bro. I'm about to be a Browns fan. This is our year. This is our year this year. Oh, God. Uh I will say, I take losing to you if Ohio State beats Michigan. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All right, John, as always, thanks for listening. We'll You'll probably down. win because I'm going to have <laughs> Michigan beating you. So, like... <laughs> oh, God. All right, we'll yeah. catch you on next week.